We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friend and you exquisite soul. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day today. So who doesn't want more magic and miracles and divine support in their lives? How about synchronicity, wonderful coincidence, serendipity and grace? Coincidence, yes, it's God's way of staying anonymous. And synchronicity, Carl Jung coined this term years ago and described it as meaningful coincidence. What I've realized is we can't really invite and experience a lot of coincidence, serendipity and grace if we're not in a love-based relationship with life, if we're not in a love-based relationship with that something greater. I've asked the question often to my friends, a question that was posed to me years ago when I was really struggling in life. There wasn't a lot of serendipity or synchronicity or grace. I was bumping along and it was pretty painful. My teachers said to me, Tammy, do you believe the universe is a safe and loving place? Is it a friendly place or not? My knee-jerk response was absolutely not. If it was a safe and loving place, do you think all these horrible things would have happened to me? You can just look around at the nature of life and see that people struggle, good people struggle and suffer. How could this be considered to be a love-based, safe place? And then it occurred to me, perhaps that deep-seated answer to that question was creating the foundation for this life of suffering and pain. So I decided in that moment, I was going to be like a spiritual scientist. I was going to experiment with the possibility of being loved, being supported, considering that perhaps the universe was a safe and loving place, just as an experiment, just for a week or two, just to see how things may change or didn't change. And if things did not improve, I was going to go back to this way of being that was clearly not working very well for me. So almost immediately, I was met with Godwinks and Grace. Almost immediately, it seemed like the door opened to more goodness in my life. I was a starving artist. I was a struggling artist. But uh, when I decided, I'm going to relax. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust life for a little bit. Almost immediately, wonderful things started to happen. I think a half hour later, I got a phone call about somebody wanting me to create a piece of artwork for him. Somebody else in the classroom said they would love for me to paint um, a rendition of an angel for them. It was a God wink. It was, um, it seemed like it was feedback from the universe that it was on the right track and heading the right direction. So another word that I really love that I've invited more and more into my life is serendipity. It's when something good happens, apparently an accident. So, for example, if you find, you know, $20 in your jean pocket that you didn't know was there, or maybe you go into um, a store and you need a pen and there's a pen laying right there. It's when you, you know, maybe you need something and it shows up as just, um, I think, a sign of love from the universe. The more I pay attention the more I invite synchronicity and serendipity, the more I say thank you, 
it seems the more and more it happens. It's not really something that we can create all on our own. It's a sign of being in alignment and a love-based relationship with life. It's being in the flow. It's being in harmony with all that is. Another term that I love to use is God winks. Say, for instance, you think about a friend and they text you like in the next minute. Or perhaps you're considering a certain subject, maybe wanting to take a class. And when you open up your emails, there's an offer or an opportunity or an invitation to participate in a class about that very subject. To me, these are God winks. So years ago, I wanted to invite more divine support in my life. And I created a list of something that I thought I would like to create or manifest. And that was, I felt like it was time to open my heart to manifesting my spiritual partner, my husband, if you will. So I created my ideal scene. I wrote down a list of everything that I could think of that I would want in this sacred partnership. That he was masculine, but also able to speak about his emotions, that he was um, ambitious, that he was successful, that he was thoughtful, that um, he was open to having children. Um, I put a trick um, line item in there that he knew to walk on the outside of the street when we were walking together. Um, I had been told years ago by a, a friend and mentor of mine that no um, young men knew this, a true gentleman would know this. So I, I included that on the list. And there were actually, uh, gosh, maybe a hundred line items. It was a very extensive list. And then as I like to do with all things when creating an ideal scene, or even a prayer about asking for something I want, I include this really important line item, this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. And then I just essentially surrender it. So I claim what I want, and then I surrender to what, what I want to that something greater. And I let go of my attachment of what it needs to look like or what it should look like. So a couple days after this, I was called by my um, agent in Vegas about participating in a trade show. And the day rate wasn't very much. It was about half of what I usually charge to participate in a trade show. But she said, well, Tammy, you could meet your husband. And I said, well, you're going to have to do better than that because I don't care. I'd forgotten about it. It was in God's hands that I wasn't going to be actively searching for said husband. <laughs> but I said I would meditate on it. And I think it's always a good thing to do rather than doing your knee jerk response of saying yes when you're invited to something to really um, pull back, consider it, get in touch with your physiology, ask that something greater. What is my highest good here and allow yourself to be receptive and informed by the universe, God winks, grace, synchronicity by life. So I meditated on it and then I um, looked at my schedule and it actually fit in nicely with a couple of other things I needed to do in Vegas at that time because I was living in LA. So I um, leaned into it. It seemed like it was a fit. So I called her back and said, I will do the trade show. And as luck would have it, serendipity, synchronicity, I get to the trade show and I see the most beautiful man I'd ever seen in the booth that I'm working in. 
yeah, he ended up being my husband. It was it was just a really um, interesting, serendipitous experience. And the way it evolved, there were so many Godwinks and Grace along the way, including him walking on the outside of the street when we went to lunch. I was laughing about that. So he was 100% of what I put on the ideal scene. But it wasn't because I made it happen. I created my intentions. I surrendered my intentions. And then a lot of grace was ushered in. And uh, it's something that I think we all have the capacity to experience and create in our own lives. My sense and deep belief is that the universe wants to be in very close relationship with us. The universe wants to guide and inform and bestow generosity and abundance and prosperity on us. The universe wants to be in a cosmic love affair with each and every single one of us. But we, as human beings, need to be open to it. We need to invite it in. This is a planet of free will and choice. We are chosen, but do we choose? We need to choose to open our hearts and our minds. And as soon as I did, as soon as I said, God, okay, I'm going to open my heart and mind to being in relationship with you and pretend, sometimes we have to fake it until we make it, that you love me. I'm going to open my mind and heart to this experiment and relax and just imagine what it would be like to be in loving relationship with life. And again, as soon as I extended that invitation and made that choice, I almost immediately was met with God winks and grace. So I want to share with you some different things that you can do to invite and encourage more synchronicity, miracles and grace and divine support in your life so that you can get into life's flow, life's rhythm. And, you know, there are times when we are in, you know, there's a season, there's a reason and a season, you know, there's seasons for different things. And sometimes we do have seasons where it's a downward cycle. And it's important to understand even when things are bumpy, things are unpleasant or challenging, it doesn't mean that you're not loved. These are really times for learning. And perhaps it's a time to just pull your energy back and relax. It's not the time to push I feel that a lot in my life. It's like, oh, you know, you think about winter, you think about fall, you think about spring, you think about summer. When it's a winter cycle, and it doesn't necessarily have to be actually winter, though it can be, it's not the time to be tilling the land, planting the seeds, and trying to harvest. It's an inward-oriented time. And sometimes, even in the spring or summer, I sense it's, it's an inward time. It's time to pull my energy back. It's a time to maybe get quiet or spend some time in creativity or just writing, being peaceful and patient, allowing that um, season or pocket of time to be what it is. Sometimes I imagine it as um, different cycles in the caterpillar um, in its evolution to the butterfly. When it's cocoon time, it's not time to fly. It's time to pull inward, pull back, relax. To me, this is a really beautiful time to... Um, be in conversation with the universe to cultivate that deeper connection and friendship with the divine. And even in these times when things are challenging to remember to be grateful, the question that I like to ask that I've changed 
in my life that has changed my life is not why is this happening to me, but why is this happening for me? When things are challenging, when things are stuck, when things feel mm, unpleasant or uncomfortable, why is this happening for me? And really changing the question and really um, hearing that answer, it can um, change the trajectory of our lives. It can open us to inner wisdom and again, cultivating that relationship with that something greater. So whether you're in a down cycle or a slow cycle or a spring, summer, winter, fall cycle, I think gratitude is one of the most important things that we can participate in. Conscious gratitude. I start every single day counting my blessings. And I really believe the more we count our blessings, the more blessings that will be bestowed upon us. That has certainly been my experiment and experience in life. And, and I would recommend it to anybody that is struggling or even if things are good, if you want to invite more goodness in your life, practice in conscious, consistent gratitude on a daily basis. And I like to do it first thing in the morning, as I mentioned. I also like to do it when I'm stuck in lines or in my car. And I like to do it at the end of the day count my blessings. I consider my day and what were the good things that happened? What was the God winks? What was the synchronicity? Where were the miracles? Where was the exchange of um, kindness? If somebody opened the door for me, if I looked at the clock and it was 2.22, I like to just really consider the goodness, the beginning of the day, the end of the day and throughout the day. And um, I really do think it expands our inner container to receive more goodness and attract more goodness in our lives. So some of the other things that we can do to clear the space for synchronicity, miracles, and grace is number one, well, maybe this is number two because gratitude was number one, forgiveness. Forgiveness. This is the most toxic weed I believe that we can have in the garden of our lives. And I know a lot of people, and I was one of these people that said, yeah, I want more synchronicity. I want more miracles, but I am not willing to forgive my ex-fiance. He was terrible. He was horrible. He was an awful person. He did terrible things to me. My life is so much worse because of that relationship. And I held on to that for about three years after we broke up. And not surprisingly, my life continued to be challenging and painful. And I struggled intensely. And I got very clearly one day, if I wanted to move forward in my life, I was going to have to stop looking backwards. I was going to have to let go of my judgment of that being and this man being so bad and wrong. To ask myself that question, to reframe that question rather than why did that happen to me? Why did that happen for me? Almost again, immediately when I chose to forgive him, things started to soften. Things started to sweeten up in my life. And I can't say that I forgave him immediately and all at once as soon as it dropped into my awareness that I needed to. Sometimes, again, we have to fake it until we make it. And it's happened in layers. So um, just to be gentle with yourself through the process. Again, I think like so many things, we have to open our mind to something before it can start to settle in and imbue into our hearts, minds, bodies, and lives. So 
consider for a moment who you are still keeping on the hook and judging. Is anybody coming into your awareness? And now will you open your mind to considering letting them off the hook so you can create that space for a bigger and better relationship with other people and with the universe. So when we clear the fear, when we let go of our judgment, we really do create the place in our garden, the space in our garden to grow what it is we really want. So instead of the noxious weeds, there are flowers, there are seeds, there are fruits, whatever it is that you want. And perhaps you're creating the space for what God wants for you. And in my experience, what God has wanted for me has always been better and more magnificent and extraordinary than what I've even wanted for myself. I'm constantly astonished by what, who, and how things show up in my life. And I really do attribute it to being in that relationship with that something greater, trusting it, letting go of my anger and frustration and judgment with other humans. And it's helped me, again, create and cultivate that relationship with the divine, with the universe, with all of life, with creation. It's a magnificent way to live. And if I can inspire you to um, opening your mind or doing a couple of little things that can turn you inward and direct you upward to um, that relationship and manifesting more beauty, bounty, miracles, and grace in, my in your life, that is my true intention. That's why I do this show. That's why I do my Facebook Lives. That's why I'm a counselor. That's why I write books, to help people journey on the path from fear to love from hell to heaven, and from suffering to incredible grace. So a couple more things that we can do to invite more goodness and grace and miracles in our lives is spend more time just in peace and meditation. Drop your awareness from your mind to your heart. You know, the mind is where the fear is. The mind is um, the thinking, the alpha, um, the beta brainwaves. It's the monkey mind. It's the busy monkey mind. And the more time we spend um, with that monkey running around or that gerbil on the wheel, the less space there is for grace to just pour down on you. And perhaps it is. You're just not noticing it. You just don't have the space to receive it and acknowledge it. So just spending some time in meditation. It doesn't have to be a hard thing. It actually can be a very easy thing. It's actually very natural. Just imagine, if you will, allowing the energy move from your mind to your heart. Settling into that peaceful place in your heart. Imagine perhaps angel wings wrapped around you. Imagine floating on a cloud and just being in a place of peace, quiet, silence, allowing that place of stillness to replenish you from the inside out. Something I notice for sure the more I meditate, the more synchronicity, the more miracles I see in my life the more God winks show up. If we want to be in relationship with the universe, if we want to receive the gifts of the universe, we really need to make that relationship a priority. And to me, meditation is one of the most wonderful and important ways that we can do that. So something else that's been really important, inviting more grace and synchronicity into my life is let go of attachment to how things need to look. Let go of the outcome. 
a lot of people seem to not notice that what they've been looking for is right in front of them because it didn't show up in the way that maybe they had envisioned or expected. When we live with more of an open posture, an open hand, an open heart, we can see things that maybe they didn't look like what we thought they would. But as I mentioned earlier, what God has wanted to give to me has been far better than what I wanted to create for myself. It was about being in that trusting relationship. God, you know me better than I know myself. So I'm just going to relax, rest in that and keep my eyes on you and to constantly say thank you. Another really wonderful thing that we can do to up level and turn up the volume on manifesting goodness, grace and synchronicity in God wings is talk to a friend or friends, create a God wink group. I did this for a while and it was really incredible. It started to freak some of my girlfriends out because there was just just an abundance of um, God winks and support and um, the practice I've had to participate in and that I would suggest to my friends is, you know what, just relax, ground yourself and just imagine opening your inner container to receive more and more goodness. We all have an inner container for how good we can stand it to get and our lives can't really exceed what we can hold for. So it's about really being able to expand our inner container how good can you stand it to get? So if you have a container the size of maybe um, a shoebox and the universe wants to bestow a swimming pool, um, a lot of that's just going to pour out the sides because you're not able to hold for it. So to be able to say thank you. And um, some of my girlfriends would say, oh, it's so weird. This is so scary. I would say, I would invite you to reframe those words because what you're doing in those moments is putting a break or putting the brakes on the goodness and the God winks. What you might want to say instead, this is interesting, that's more neutral, or this is amazing, that's more positive. So our words really do create um, our lives. So to be able to expand and receive all the goodness, we need to be able to acknowledge it, say thank you, receive it. So... Um, so everyone is on a spiritual path, whether they realize it or not, a path that either spirals down or a path that spirals up. I think it's so important to occasionally look at how far you've come on your path and set your intentions and invite the universe in to support you as you journey forward. I think we often don't give ourselves enough credit. Credit for saying yes to this human experience. Credit for the progress we've made so far. Our job is not to find heaven on earth. Our job is to create heaven on earth, to co-create heaven on earth, to be able to invite that relationship with that something greater so that we can invite and experience more goodness, more beauty, more bounty, more divine support, more grace and ease in our lives. So just be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Say thank you. A lot. Acknowledge yourself and have compassion. I think this human experience is not for the faint of heart. I believe there's billions of angels that said, no, we are not putting on that skin suit. We are not doing it. But you did it and I did it. And everyone that we see in physical form have done it. So to be able to acknowledge 
Yes, I'm proud of myself for saying yes to this experience, having compassion, having respect, being gratitude. Say yes to having that relationship with us, something greater. Say thank you. Find some friends to acknowledge the God winks that occur and imagine opening your inner container to receiving more graciously, gratefully, gracefully. And when the synchronicity comes, and it will, when the God winks and the support happen, and they do, they will, just continue to say thank you to God. Thank you to life. Thank you to the universe. And I want to say thank you to you. Thank you for saying yes to your human experience. Thank you for saying yes to spending some time with us here today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. I would love, love, love to hear from you. I'm on Facebook. Just look up Tammy Balashesky, B-A-L-I-S-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Go to my website, Tammy B-P-H-D, T-A-M-M-I B-P-H-D. Be in touch. Share your stories of synchronicity and grace. How are you doing? How are you feeling to me? The most important thing in the world is being in relationship with my spiritual compadres, my spiritual rock climbers, and my soul siblings. So please know I start every day thanking the universe for you, whether we've talked or not, whether we've been in communication or not. I do invite that conversation and just know I'm holding you in my mind, my heart, my meditations, and my prayers, and I'm sending you blessings of grace, of ease, of joy, of prosperity, of God winks, of synchronicity, and amazing grace. Take good, gentle care of yourself and please be in touch. I'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.